Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 192, Overlook. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to the Changeable Podcast, episode number 192, which is kind of crazy, means we're almost at 200 episodes. I feel like I just started this thing. Um, But in today's episode, Overlook, I want to just look at this word for a minute. I love, I love when a word, when you kind of hear something deeper in a word, you know, and, and you just sort of see how profound it is or how it really points to something beyond how it's looked. So there was an episode um, maybe in the 150s or 160s called Preoccupied, which is similar to this one. But if you listen to that, you still want to listen to this one. It's not permission to turn this off. But in a similar way, though, that word preoccupied, just like, whoa, oh, yeah, that's all that's happening. Literally all that's happening is that we're at times preoccupied. We're we're occupied with something else other than what is. And then that creates that experience. And that's it. It's just what's occupying awareness, what's occupying our attention in that moment. That's what we feel. And anyway, you can listen to preoccupied if you want, but but this is a similar one. This word overlook, I've been thinking about it so much lately because in a similar way, it's like everything is this. It's incredibly intimate. It's incredibly close. It's so close that the word close, which denotes you know that there's some distance, doesn't make any sense. It just is this. So you, you can't really say it is this and it's close. So it is this. It is incredibly um, close <laughs> and intimate and immediate. It's this is just life, just appearing as whatever the heck it's appearing at. This right here, right now, in this very moment. And experience, which is coming and going, which is also this, just this showing up as experience, life manifesting as experience. But see, life is life. Life is like we're, it it is intimate and immediate and here and this and now all the time. And so, and and experience is, is life that comes and goes and moves and changes. Experience requires a me to have experience. So without a me, without a sense of a separate me, separate from you and everyone else, there is no, there is no experience. There's just what's, there's just what is. See that? So experience requires, experience is the same thing as saying there's a me and I'm different and separate and I have experience. Similar to saying I'm a me and I have a life, which is crazy. You're not as you separate from life that has a life. And you're not a you separate from life that has experience. There's just this. There's just what is. All of it, same thing, all one thing. So 
when we when we feel as if we're we're a we're a we we're a be having experience in a sense that is thought generalized that that sort of overlooking and i use that word i don't mean overlook as in to dismiss or or forget or not see i mean literally looking over what is already always here. So a mind generalizes, it abstracts, it conceptualizes, it tells stories. That's all a story is, as an abstraction, a conceptualization, a generalization, right? It, as we go up and up and up into a more and more generalized story of things, we get kind of up in that story and we, and we we're it's still life. The story is life. The most generalized story ever is still just this appearing as a generalized story. But as we do, we, we start to hang out in the concept and, and not feel so much what's beyond and beneath and what that concept's truly made of. We're just in this conceptualized experience that we, a separate little me is having. So in a sense, it's like we we think over life, or we don't, but thought does, experience does. It's it's like looking over, looking over, overlooking, looking over what's already here, and being in some version of it, some filtered, generalized, conceptualized version of it. Which is pretty cool. I mean, really, again, please don't hear this as a problem. Pretty amazing that there is all, all of this and, and the concepts and the abstraction of it allows us to have some other sense of reality of it, some other experience of it. So again, the, the example that I use all the time that I used in just a thought is the kaleidoscope. It's all light, but but when that light is filtered and hits all this other stuff, it's generalized and abstracted. And now we're seeing red hearts and yellow stars. That's still light, of course, but we don't call it light anymore. We go to the, to the generalized version of it. We go to the concept. We go to something that feels a little more tangible, that has more words and more meaning around it. Because minds love words and meaning. <laughs> and, and we hang out in that. And that's great. Again, awesome. Because... What's also generalized and abstracted and all of that, all thought is, all thought, including memory, including who we think we are and, and what we think we know of other people and what we remember about things and how to navigate in the world based on memory and things like that. So amazing. And it's looking over or overlooking this. When we lose sight of this, and we only live in a conceptual world of stories, there's a lot of suffering. And there's a lot of suffering because that conceptual world of stories is all about me and my life where I'm fragile and things are dangerous out there and things can go my way or not go my way. In concepts is good and bad and should and shouldn't and all of that stuff that leads to suffering when we believe it. So it's fine. We can be in the story. We'll suffer. That's okay. That's all still life too. There's nothing different about that or separate about that. But it, but how awesome that we get to see it in this really full way. 
see that sometimes I'm in this story where I'm, in a sense, looking over life itself in its rawest, purest, most aliveness form. You know, it's not just aliveness anymore. It's me and my life and I failed at this thing or me and my life and I'm mad at my husband or me and my life and, you know, my kid needs to do better in math or whatever it is. Well, awesome. (laughs) Variety. It's a huge, like amazing, uh, rich, up and down experience we get to live in and amazing to see that it is a conceptualized story. That when we when we aren't looking over, what we're looking over is just this and it's wholeness and aliveness and perfection and there are no questions there and there are no problems there. There's nothing that needs to be solved or changed or fixed in any way whatsoever. Everything that any ever needs to be solved or changed or fixed is in the story, a hundred percent. There's no other option. So, you know, I've talked about this a lot since last spring. I kind of saw this generalization thing. And I, I remember exactly when I saw it, I was talking with someone on one of our group calls in the in the graduate community. Um, and he was talking about a, a, an ongoing thing around weight and weight loss. And it, you know, and it was just so amazingly clear for a second there. Wow. Like I don't see it that way at all, but what I'm seeing is just like energy arising for you. And even that of course is my own general, like not mine, but a generalization showing up made of thought over here. And, but, but what he was experiencing was, was represented in a really different way. It was represented in, in experience. The story of it was, I've struggled with this for this long and here are the things I've tried and here's how it always goes. Works for two weeks and then it doesn't or whatever it is. It was so clear, oh, we're using words and concepts and pictures and abstractions to describe life. And yours are so generalized and abstracted that there's a lot of suffering there. You feel very stuck in that. And mine for you, probably because it's him and wasn't me, (laughs) my stories about me and my life can be very sticky. But when it's someone else in their life, well, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot less stickiness there. So it was like, oh, come down a few levels. Like quit generalizing it so much. Like there's just energy. There's just sensation that arises. There's just memory that tells you here's how it always goes. But that's not the truth of things. That's just how your mind is painting it for you in this moment. So anyway, I don't know. That might not have been the beginning of it, but but I remember that little mini coaching session very clearly. And, and it just started to dawn on me how this is all about abstraction or generalization. And so everything, of course, like anxiety, there's no such thing as anxiety. That's just, an, just a word. It's just language that lumps together and overlooks the, the aliveness that is everything, including anxiety. It's overlooking that pure aliveness, overlooking that it's all just this and throwing it into a bucket called anxiety. Same with a habit, same with depression. These things require a lot of generalization because they're based completely on the, in the past. To say that you have anxiety or experience, even experience anxiety or depression or a habit or anything like that, or that you're this kind of person or that kind of person, all of that is rooted in the past. You see that, right? I mean, it's 100% memory. 
It's saying, here's how this is always showing up for me. And here's how I assume it's going to keep showing up in the future unless I step in and change things. And all that is, is a very generalized abstract story. There's nothing more to it. It's very simple. It's a generalized story. And the more we can see that that's what that is, the more we can, we can feel that story and see, wow, it's a lot of abstraction happening here. And, and naturally see and remember, oh yeah, that's just what a mind does. That's the story. That's life. That's this. That's aliveness. That's the intimacy of, of and the immediacy of life showing up as a very abstract story that now I'm feeling like a me who's very stuck in it. So, I don't know. I love it. I love this word. I love that idea of we're just looking over, we're thinking over everything we've ever wanted. Anytime there's a problem, we're simply looking over what's right under our noses and way closer than that. It is our nose (laughs) and every other body part and everything in the world. It's everything. It's everything. We're just looking over it. We're just thinking over it. It's so hilarious in a sense that we call, I call, lots of people call what I talk about here, what we share and understanding. It's very ironic because, (laughs) you know, by the time it's an understanding, which is just a word too, so who knows what the heck that means, but, but an understanding is, is a generalized, conceptualized thought. You know, what we're really looking at and feeling into is way too near and immediate and intimate for a mind to understand, you know, for, for, yeah, by the time thought has it, it, thought has now butchered it and turned it into something it can spit out as a story or as an understanding. But I don't know if that makes sense, but that just feels so real. It's like, we, this is undescribable, completely undescribable. This, when I say this is undescribable, I mean life, aliveness, what is completely indescribable. And then yet a mind tries to describe it and calls it an understanding. And then that's sort of what we refer to when we talk about exploring this stuff, which is just very wrong, but but fine. <laughs> very wrong, but very funny and fine. Um, but truly, if you think about it, I mean, it's more, it's more that there's a resonance and even that is a concept, but it's more that just something resonates. It, far before understanding, far before something resonates on a level before it is overlooked or thought over. So it's not that in the story, life is happening to us now. Now is a thought too, because now is about time right? Which is all concept and generalization and abstraction. But when we say life is happening to us right now in real time, all of that is is overlooking. It's overlooking this. It's putting a conceptual overlay on top of this aliveness now, right here. 
right here as a conceptual overlay too, because it's hard to talk. It's hard to talk in ways that don't do that. You know, all language does. It's impossible really to talk in, in ways that don't do that. But what I'm pointing toward here that I'd love for you to just have a little tiny sense of is again, us, me, and time are both overlooking what already is. So it just becomes a story that we live in of me and time. And that's beautiful. Amazing that we have a me and time story. Me and my life right now. Me and my life in the past. Me and my life in the future. Great. Playing those stories all we want, but they're overlooking something, everything. That's, that's so immediate. We can't even see it. We can't talk about it. And, and we really can't think about it. After a very long, very virtual two years, the amazing Little School of Big Change live event is back. We'll gather in person from June 3rd to 5th in Chicago for two and a half days of connection, exploration, and a lot of hugs, laughter, and insights around this year's theme, which is life appearing as everything. I would love to gather and immerse in this conversation with you in person in Chicago in June. For full details and to save your seat with the early bird pricing, visit dramyjohnson.com slash LSBC Live 2022.